0: Hello, friends, and welcome. It is Thursday, and that will be our new day for the JRPG Report. This is episode 100. And 30 I'm your host, James Fisher, and like I said, normally do things on Wednesday, but life, it has a habit of changing from time to time, and schedules change, and with the kiddo back in school and my wife's new job, Thursday is going to work a whole lot better for me, so we'll just push it back a day, and I think this will actually help a bit, as there's been a few times that news kind of comes out later on in the week and then we have to wait and it's you know uh, i will like this week in particular game's gone went on at the end of the week last week but we're not talking about it until today so we got a lot to talk about i hope you are settled in perhaps even have your favorite Current JRPG you are playing right now. Maybe go do some grinding and sit back and relax, and we'll tell you guys some fun news stories. Um, of course, as we're uh, well as I mentioned, GamesCon was last week over in Germany, and you know normally this is a pretty big event, um, the biggest in Europe. And always kind of, you know, we have E3 first, then GamesCon, and then Tokyo Game Show kind of rounds out the trifecta, you know, the triple crown of Japanese gaming. Well, not Japanese, but uh, big gaming (laughs) conventions. And, um, you know, with this year being all digital, it's been a bit different. So normally I would, like, be, you know, glued in for a live stream type event. And even though everything was online this year, I really didn't do that. I kind of waited for things to come out and kind of check them out later. I don't, I'm not quite sure why that is just, just where I'm at this year. So I'm going to try to hit all the games con stuff first, but I may miss one and end up going to it later. Cause there was quite a few things that uh, popped up. I could have started a couple different places, but maybe the biggest one in terms of games that uh, we're looking forward to is Geese 9 Monstrum Nox. It will launch for PlayStation 4 uh, not too much longer. Maybe you are hoping a little bit earlier than this, but it's going to be February 2nd of 2021 in North America. Our European friends will get it a few days later on February 5th, and the Oceania countries will get it February 2nd. 12th now that's ps4 as is the norm with nis america and falcom games switch and pc owners will not begin this one until the summer of 2021 now keep in mind this one came out uh a while ago in in 2019 i want to say it was october or september it's been a while off the top of my head i can't recall so it's a about a year and a half that we are waiting uh for this one to make it into the west and now pc and switch owners will have to wait almost two years by the time it comes out that's kind of crazy Anyway, though, it is good to finally have a firm release date for this one. Um, there was a awesome new trailer along with it, as, as you'd expect. Most of these ones that came out of Gamescom, of course, you can't just have a, a news board, but you've got to have a trailer to show off. So I invite you to head over to our YouTube channel, JRPG Report, and you can check it out. Here is the about-renowned uh, adventurer Adel, the Red Christian, and his companion Dodgy arrive in Baldo, a city annexed by the Ronin Empire, not to be confused with Roman, only for Adel to be detained before being before setting foot inside. While in prison, he meets a mysterious woman named Aperus, who turns him into a monstrum a being with supernatural gifts and the uh, uh, power to exorcise monsters. Now, Adol must uh, ally with his fellow Monstrums to fend off the fearsome threats emerging from the shattery dimension known as the Grimwald Nox, as well as unravel the mysteries of the Monstrum Curse and the truth behind the unrest within Baldo. Three key features they talk about feared protectors you can play as one of the six notorious monsters each with their own unique gifts that grants abilities such as scaling sheer walls or detecting hidden objects to protect the city from these shadowy creatures there's a world within the walls explore the massive city accept quest to aid the townsfolk and enter the Grimwall nox to banish the threats to baldo and then there's the strength of the night familiar mechanics such as flash dodge and flash guard allow you to outmaneuver your foes while each new addition such as the gifts and boost mode further augment your ability to fight Uh, once again you'll be in a party of three and i i've watched the trailer a couple times because it's it's really impressive to see how fast and fluid this game is looking in its combat i recall um seeing it before, and maybe this was an earlier Japanese build of it, and it looks kind of slow, so I'm glad to see that they have, have obviously fixed that. It looks really, really good, and it looks really fun. Um, Yee's fans are <laughs> a dedicated bunch, and they love it, uh, love their series, and I'm sure they are very happy to hear that this one finally has a Western release date. Again, that's going to be February 2nd. In North America, the fifth in Europe, and uh, not until summer 2021 for Switch and PC owners. Bandai Namco showed off quite a bit of new footage for its upcoming, quote, brain-punk, unquote, action RPG, Scarlet Nexus, during Gamescom 2020, opening night live. Um, This was one of the first ones to actually come out, if I do recall. Uh, There was a second new trailer that showed off some new characters, including some of them being playable. Um, It kind of looked like at first that you were going to be uh, one main character fighting through theres, but at least at this point it does look like there's other playable characters unsure if it's gonna be like a team thing and just one fights at one time, but um, the uh, character or the new trailer does show off some of these new people so again, check out our YouTube page and you can see some of them in action. The first one is called Kasane. <laughs> we don't know her superpower. but she's a mysterious one. Yoto meets while fighting and other. She has a cool, cold attitude, and her face resembles that of an OSF soldier that saved Yuto's life as a child. She also seems to be an OSF soldier. Yeah, definitely a cold-looking individual, to say the least. You've got Hanabi. She has the pyrokinesis superpower, and she is a new recruit to to the OSF. She is Yuto's cheerful and energetic childhood friend. Um, you've got Nagi and he has Aerokinesis, a good-natured young man, joker, and mood maker he has also known Hiyoto since school. And then you've got the commanding officer is Fabuki. He has crino, Cryokinesis. So again, all these are, you know, kinetic powers. So you're going to have different elements associated with it. It's just a new way of... Uh, A new spin on an old way of doing things. The commander of the 1st Regiment of the OSF Army. Essentially the superior officer in the field. Uh, The new trailer also talked about some of the new systems for it, including the SAS system. Fight while barring the superpowers of your party members. You can also trigger multiple superpowers at once. That's pretty cool. And then there is the drive system, a special attack that can be activated by building up the gauge. It increases physical ability, allowing you to unleash more powerful psychokinesis actions. However, activating the drive system comes at a cost. So yeah, that second trailer was out there. There's also, um, I believe there was a trailer for this. Let me, or a video. Let me double check. No, no, just um I put together uh, three of the gameplay trailers. They were kind of short, so you can check that out as well. It's pure gameplay. really shows off the game. There is a link that I shared that has a really (laughs) long interview with the developers of this one. uh, Producer, director, and art director for scarlet nexus and you can check that out if you would um if you like to say they, they say it's co- consists of a 30-minute developer discussion so they dictated that and um you can check it out if you're looking forward to this one coming out um are they still saying this is a 20 yeah um it's in development there's no release date for it quite yet but it does look like it's coming along pretty nicely it's an impressive looking game i st- I still want to see a little bit more about it at, at if I had to make a decision on it right now, I don't think it's going to be something I'm going to be picking up, but it does look cool, and I like to see games like this kind of you know take some steps in some right direction, a little bit too actiony and not enough RPG for for my personal taste, but it does look pretty cool to say the least. Publisher Koei Tecmo and developer Gust did not put out a new uh, video, but they did have new information and screenshots for Atelier Ryza 2 Lost Legends and The Secret Fairy. They introduced three new characters, as well as talking about the collection, synthesis, and skill tree systems. So first up is Patricia. I would say Patricia, but I think there's an extra I in there. Uh, she is the daughter of a wealthy man in the royal capital, goes by the nickname patty as a student of Teo who works for as a tutor the two have a close relationship although she grew up comfortably and in fortunate circumstances in her heart she has mixed feelings about her circumstance she learned the basics of swordmanship from her father a former knight so yeah, you got to have your uh, your typical sword wheeler she looks a bit young but uh, that's never mattered in in JRPGs, we've got Clifford, and he's a he's an interesting looking fellow. Um, kind of got the hat pulled down over his face and a, and a mask as well, so you can't really see what's going on with him. But uh, like the other <laughs> uh, main guy in the first To the Rising game, you can totally check out a six pack, so that's always fun. Um, he's a young man who calls himself a treasure hunter. He actually falls more along the lines of a thief and is no stranger to crime. He is skilled in various things, and his over-the-top mannerisms stand out, but he's actually diligent and sincere at his core. And lastly, we have Volker, and that is Pertitia's father. Although born a commoner, he made a name for himself as the kingdom's leading knight, and became a noble. As a noble in both name and practice, he has a relentless discipline one would expect of him. And that discipline is on full display in his daughter's training. It doesn't appear that he is going to be a playable character. Rather, you get to play with his uh, daughter in battle. There were two short videos that were shared for both collection and synthesis, Um, and I planned to do this uh, last week. I was going to put those together along with all these images and kind of make a slideshow, like I've done a couple different times. And on Friday night, I guess I woke up Saturday. And my old computer had actually crashed, got the, uh, if you guys are used to Dale's that had the orange or the Amber light. So I was pretty much spent all weekend first trying to fix it, see if there's anything I could do to kind of bring it back to life, troubleshooting, all that fun stuff. Um, I think it's just finally his time. It's an older computer anyway. Uh, so that I can get the files off of my hard drive but i'd saved all those images and had made up that so kind of put that in the back burner. i do plan to do that for you guys and maybe uh later on today or tomorrow so you can check out uh, both these short videos as well as the images that go along with it uh, the skill tree is a new thing in this one horizon can grow by learning skills that might come in handy for recipes and synthesis from the skill tree there are various skill effects such as uncapping the maximum quality limit in synthesis whether you prioritize increasing recipes or increasing synthesis quality is up to you so yeah this game is looking pretty awesome and we don't have to wait very long for it is due out for playstation 4 and switch on december 3rd in japan and uh, we'll probably get it they say this winter remember that pc date is january 2021 i do believe we'll be getting it then as well Kingdom Hearts Melody, to, uh, <laughs> Melody of Memory got a new trailer as, to go along with its newly announced release date. The Rhythm Game will launch for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch on November 11th in Japan. Two days later, in the West, here's the overview of it. You can experience the music of Kingdom Hearts like never before. Melody of Memory features 20-plus characters, 140-plus music tracks, and even online versus multiplayer mode. You can explore the music and memories from the Kingdom Hearts series. Play as familiar faces from Kingdom Hearts, including Disney guest characters who appear to lend you a hand. So, yeah. I, <laughs> a lot of people are really excited about this one on Twitter. And I'm not one of <laughs> them. I just I don't care for these games typically... Anyway, I'm glad they make games like this. It's cool, but yeah, they're they're pushing it at um, Tokyo Game Show as well. I'll, we'll talk about some of the Square Enix titles that are going to come up there uh, a bit later. But Kingdom Hearts sales. I mean, we wouldn't have 500,000 spinoffs for this series if it didn't sell well. And Square Enix is saying, hey. Let's let's try this. And don't forget, this is a full-priced sixty-dollar game. So there, uh, you know, I, when I first saw it, I was thinking this was some sort of mobile shoot-off. But no, it is a full-fledged game. We'll see if it's worth it or not. But uh, we'll have to check that one out <laughs> a bit later. Uh, also at GamesCon, there was a new trailer for Christ Tales. Um, the what's called the uh, 2020 edition for GamesClone. Yeah, of course. Uh, you can check out that new trailer. Didn't show a ton until the end when it kind of, and very, very briefly showed them. Not not too much at all. Two new characters. So if you've played the demo for it, you know they're the three main characters that you uh, fought with. Two more. They uh, A robot named JKR-721. And then there is Zass, who appears to be a, a Magic user, if I am not mistaken. It actually doesn't talk about that name in the in the information that was released along with this press release, but that is what I gathered from the trailer. Of course, you can check that out on our YouTube channel, and you can read about this one if you head over to either Facebook or Twitter, JRPG Report, where we share all the articles that we talk about here on the the podcast. Um, Again, I got to play this demo for it. Uh, I really like this game, and I'm looking forward to it as a love letter Two classic JRPGs. Um, now they they say it's inspired by Chrono Trigger, FF6, Valkyrie Profile, and even modern classics like Braely Default and Persona Five. You can kind of see a, a snippet here, a snippet there from it, but it's clearly you know it's got its own mechanic that you know, with the uh, past, present, and future always being on the. On the screen, But the best thing I can tell you is go download the demo. It was available for Steam for the longest time, now available on consoles to check out and just see if you like it or not. Don't have to wait too much longer. This one is due out for all systems on November the 17th. We got a new trailer for Genshin Impact. And that, I believe this was at Gamescom. It doesn't actually say it was. Um... But it it came out at the exact same time, so I assumed it was. Uh, The PlayStation 4 version of the Free-to-Play Action World RPG will be coming out at the same time as its PC, iOS, and Android versions. And that will be on September the 28th. Publisher and developer MiHoYo announced. So the only thing they're kind of waiting on now is that um, uh, Switch version. Which will be coming out at some point in time. They kind of just had to work out. They said this is the first game that they've actually made for PlayStation 4. So there were some kinks they had to work out. And in terms of trying to make the crossplay work. And they've had some issues with that. We'll see how well that's ironed out. But yeah, PS4 version coming out the same day as the other ones. I'm super excited about that. I was really... You know, I've been... You guys know I've been looking forward to this one, and it's free to play, so what do you got to lose? But I was really concerned they were going to push this thing uh, back until more closer to Cold Steel Forge release date, and that would not have worked. <laughs> but, you know, coming out on the 28th of this month gives me exactly a month to play and enjoy it before Cold Steel drops on October the 27th. Um, didn't get anything about that at GamesCon. I was a little surprised. I guess we're pretty close to it, so they probably didn't feel like they needed to push it too much. We may get something at, uh, Tokyo's Tokyo Game Show. There was also some, uh, images put out for that. They talked about, uh, the PlayStation 4 gets an exclusive bonus. Uh, you'll get a, um, a sword called the Sword of Dissension, as well as a new wing Wind Glider, the Wings of Dissension. So kind of just an aesthetic look for it. Um, you don't have to play too long before you'll probably get gear. That is better than that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool they put those out. There's also the Adventures Starter Bundle. So like I said, this is free, but if you want to pay a little bit and get this, you'll be um, out the gate pretty quickly. I think it's going for 10 bucks. Let me check on that. Yeah, nine ninety nine. And with it... Where, what do you get? What do you get? Oh, you get a bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> you get the Acquaint Fate times two. You get more, which is the money. Uh, you get 150000 That, Mystic Enchantment, or Hero's Wit, which is uh, how you level up in the game. Ventures Experience, Fine Enhancement, or maybe it's Adventure Experience you get. I'm not sure. I think they're both what you level up with. Um, and a bunch of Ingredients. To make various foods. I can't tell you if that's really worth it or not. That's that's up to you to decide. But if you'd like to check out. That trailer. And see if it's uh, something you want to look out for. Now I'll tell you. They do say it. um, On the trailer itself. But I didn't see it till. um, Too late. There is a. Especially if you play the beta. There's a spoiler element to this new video oddly enough if you've not played the beta or watched some of the videos there really is no spoiler so it's kind of it was pretty odd the way they chose to handle that one um but you know there it is but yeah coming out not too much longer on september 28th you can play this free to play really good little game i encourage you guys to uh, do that in the future. So I think that was it for GamesCon. I don't see anything else. There was a couple things that came out around the same time, and we'll cover those in a minute, but I think that was all the big announcements from the uh, from the big convention. Um, maybe you've been expecting a bit more. It may have been a little bit reserved, as opposed to other years. There were still lots of things that came out that were not JRPG-related, so... Was that going for it as well? So I got a few more things to uh, quickly talk about, and then we'll take a little bit of a break here. Um, read into this what you may, but the upcoming remake of Near Replicant has been rated for PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox One in Taiwan. So there you go. We 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 read about these things fairly often, and that's usually the first indication of a game is coming doesn't really tell you a whole lot more than that but it is always good to see now square Enix has published their list of games that are going to be at tokyo game show this is not one of them (laughs) all right so don't be unless it's going to be a surprise uh, we're not seeing this thing in a month so take it As you will. Um, Of course, this is what they're calling an upgraded version of the 2010 PlayStation 3 game, near Replicant. In addition to approved graphics, the game will be fully voiced with newly recorded voiceovers. Um, Yeah, they're not calling it a remake nor a remaster, but rather an upgrade due to the significant amount of work going into it. So... Yeah, I think it's going to be a while before we really see this one, I would guess. Mm, spring or summer next year, probably what we're looking at. But this, you know, this, don't confuse this with the other near mobile game. This is the console version game that we're going to be getting at some point in time. I know there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of confusion going around about those. It's it, it's easy to confuse them, of course. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne Title Update Five, the final free update for the expansion, will add Fatalis and launch on all platforms on September 30th at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Capcom announced there are several additions and changes. Going on to it, you can check out the full list of things, as well as a new Fatalis trailer and the developer diary, The Final Stand, which is their last last two RAW that they're putting together. You can check all that out, uh, either through the Facebook or Twitter. I've got the links there, or you can check out just the videos on YouTube. We'll take a quick break, as you can probably tell my Voice is a little, eh. my nose is a little, eh. um, <laughs> as, as all of you know, when you live in the same home as a significant other, or roommates, or siblings, or whatever, when somebody gets sick, it's only a matter of time till, till everybody kind of gets it. So, I'm fighting that off as best I can. So, we'll take a brief, brief pause here and be back with the second half of the show here on the JRPG Report, episode 130. All right, friends, welcome back to the podcast. And thank you for tuning in this week and every week. And like I said at the beginning, we're going to start doing this one on Thursday. But don't forget our Sunday specials. We do those every week as well. This Sunday, we've got an interview with Daryl Ouija. Ouija. Yeah. I butchered his name in the introduction For the podcast as well We recorded that the other day Um, But yeah, tune in on Sunday for that He is a developer Of a new game over on Steam Called The Revenant Prince He has started his own company of Nomina Games, so it was really cool Talking with him about the whole game making Process and what influenced him So you'll want to tune in on Sunday For all that Don't forget to follow us And like on like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, and watch our videos on YouTube. If you are super awesome and want to be a uh, either a patron or a, a sponsor of this podcast, you can do so by checking the link a little bit further down in the description. That would be incredible. And I still would love to have you guys do some user reviews for me. You know, I kind of said I'd love to have it more on Recent games that have come out, but you know, if you played a great game maybe for the first time and I had been holding out on it, uh, I wouldn't mind hearing those as well. We could, uh, maybe not like you know, weeks like this where we've got plenty of things to talk about, but maybe in some of those uh weeks that don't have as much going on, that does happen from time to time, of course. Um, game we've talked about for the past month, uh, of Aodin Chronicle Hunter Heroes, its Kickstarter has ended. So after 33 days, they hit over $4.5 million in funding, which equates to 895% of their initial $500,000 funding goal. Um, we won't go through all... The, well, I guess we could go through all these levels. Needless to say, they hit every single Kickstarter goal and I'm um, pretty happy to do that. So, of course, we got Fortress Town. Uh, at a million, they said, okay, we'll make it for consoles. There's a cooking minigame. New game plus. New sound effects. That's always good. <laughs> Chinese localizations. Guild systems. A new character of uh, Periel. The fishing minigame. Euphorus, the seventh joined. Uh, Hildy, Also a new character. The top battle minigame. New character of Maxim. Korean localization. I love this one. At 2.6, we got the full orchestra. So that is a big, big goal that they made. Uh, Party Conversations. New character, Melor. The Psychic Detective Agency. Trading minigame. New character of Rodi Brazilian and Portuguese localization. Always good to those peoples. The Racing minigame. New character of Two. Because how you say it. The Hot Springs. Gotta have those in a Sukaden inspired game. Monster Raising mini game. A new character of, of Iris. The Russian localization. Voice in cut scenes. That's nice. Ninth character, which is unnamed at this point. The flag design mode. Another story for Marissa. The farm system. Dual system. Card battle mode. Ranking mode. The theater system. Um, the 10th character which is also uh i I believe that's unnamed or they're calling patience so i think that's unnamed this one origin story the depths for hero mode on my own time it's a new mode a new style fortress asset pack a good offense battle defense mode state of mind which is another story for uh, the character scene and the quiet place was the last goal that they met and this is either exciting or <laughs> completely unexciting, depending on your point of view. This is a new town creation RPG companion game that's going to be developed by Japanese studio Natsu Atari, which is known for games like Ninja Saviors and Wild Guns. Um, the game would release before Aoden Chronicle and will feature a variety of lifestyle mini-games that allow players to gather a variety of different materials to build up their farm, town and house these materials would then be transferable to the main game when it launches to provide a head start in crafting items armor and more some of the characters that appear in the main game are planned to appear in the companion game and there also be, may be some kind of battle mechanic according to rabbit and bear studios allowing a partner like nasu atari to work on the companion game would allow them to quote make something we love without worrying about too much wear and tear on the team end quote and that their goal to share is to make assets, designs, and so on between the game production to make it as efficient as possible. So yeah, that's either extremely cool that they're doing something like that, or it's going to be <laughs> awful <laughs> and nobody will want to, to play it. Um, was this what... Uh, did Fallout do that with the pip game or fall shelter or something like that i'm not sure i don't keep up with those ones but you know this is not unheard of to have the companion game come out beforehand and honestly if it gives you a leg up on on doing some of those tasks and it's it's well done uh assuming that we get it over here that could be a pre-goal. but the the main takeaway is not only was this game fully funded but it has been hit every goal these uh, these guys have all the monies to make that suking game that we always wanted and waited for, and now now we just have to wait a little bit longer. Um, we've been waiting twenty some years, what's another two years? But it was good to see this one. I think it ended up being the third most uh, backed Kickstarter game of all time. We'll wait and see. Um, another game that. It, it, you may be kind of excited, and at least there was a couple people that were excited about this one when they first saw the trailer for it, and that is Nino Kuni Cross Worlds. Um, they were excited when they saw it, and then <laughs> the individual was not excited after that when they learned that it was a mobile game MMORPG <laughs> uh, set in the alternate world of Nino Kuni. It will launch on iOS and Android, and they. Just, they're saying sometime this year, aren't they? Is that what I saw? Yeah, it's set to launch in 2020. Um, there was a new trailer that came out for it. The trailer looks really good. It looks like Nino Kuni. It is obviously set in the second game's version of the world or timetable. Um, not only because of the action battle system involved, but the Higgledys are there. So this is. Much more inspired by Part 2 than Part 1, whatever that means to you, um, so be it. The But the, the trailer looks good. It does introduce the five um, classes of characters, the swordsman, the witch, destroyer, rogue, and engineer. There may be some more coming along um, later on, but that's what we've got. For now, so if you want to check that trailer out, you can do so over on the JRPG Report YouTube channel and see if this is a game that either uh, gets you excited or gets you frustrated because it's (laughs) yet another uh, mobile game. Uh, Speaking of mobile ones, uh, we this one also got a very similar reaction. That you know, this one was by Sega and developer DelightWorks. And it was a Sakura title. Now, bear with me on this one. Uh, Sakura... Kakume... Hen... Henosuku... Aratame Teche. <laughs> it is a dramatic RPG... For iOS and Android MO launch in 2020... In Japan. Um... Yeah, so I, You know, people probably thought maybe they're getting another Sakura Wars... Offshoot... Um... There was these rumors about uh, something called uh, Project Black, and so this is, I think, what they were what they were talking about. It's even got the Imperial Combat Review in it, um, talking about government program. You know, it's got the whole whole thing of Sakura Wars, except it's going to be a mobile game. There are both an announcement and a gameplay teaser trailer that I put up over there for you guys to check out i mean it looks good enough for a mobile game it has jrpg elements to it but i don't think that's what people were necessarily looking for when they heard a new secure title was coming out the upcoming compile heart game mary skelter finale has been delayed from october 8th until november 5th in Japan, this is the second time this one's been delayed, although a much smaller delay this time. Kampal Hart cited, quote, various reasons, unquote, for the delay, but did not specify. I, you know, for a, a long time period there, we were, we were getting the, uh, <laughs> I'll throw up air quotes as well, the, quote, COVID delay, in quote, of about that month to a month and a half time frame we... I kind of figured we're kind of past that delay stage that we've dealt with it. People are either working from home or they're working safely back in the office by this point in time. So we we're not getting that. But why they didn't say it just needed, you know, some more layers of polish or something. And just eh, various reasons. <laughs> Check back in November 8th. So, yeah, another delay for Mary Skelter finale. Still no word on if that is uh, coming outside Japan. Or not uh, if you are a playstation now subscriber uh, now you can pick up and play final fantasy 15. it is uh like i said it's available right now and will be free to play until march 1st of 2021. When uh, when I shared this story on Facebook, Jordan, you know, we've talked a couple times about this game and how it makes us feel. He, you know, made some sort of funny remark to the point of, oh boy, you can play it again. And of course, I don't have PlayStation Now, so that doesn't really affect me any. And, you know, I had the same reaction of, uh, you know, oh boy, Final Fantasy fifteen. But then I did think about it, If if you're playing for PlayStation Now, which I think is 10 bucks a month or whatever, right? Pretty good deal. Assuming your internet is is fast enough for 10 bucks. If you've never played the game before and you didn't, obviously you didn't care about waiting like I did for (laughs) how many years have we waited, you know, for that game, didn't pay 60 bucks for it and didn't get it day one. You might actually enjoy playing this game. It all depends on your perspective on things. So, you know, somebody who would actually play the game now on PlayStation now is probably going to be pretty happy with it. I mean, there was people who paid $60 and were happy with the game. So yeah, I kind of, you know, I kind of stepped back for a moment and and thought about that one, but yeah, it's still (laughs) now, my heart is is black on this subject. You're, it, it's going to be hard to change my opinion on it, but yeah, it's a cool announcement. And why not? They uh, they also got Resident Evil Seven, Biohazard, and WWE Two K nineteen. If uh, if we're keeping score along those tracks, uh, just yesterday Atlas released the second official trailer for a no Tensei three Nocturne HD Remaster. Um, I think it's about. Yeah, it's like three and a half minutes long. It's it's a pretty decent little trailer, kind of showing off some of the new scenes, all the upgraded graphics, and getting people, at well, least trying to get people excited about this one. It's definitely a holdover title until Part 5 comes out next year. Um, currently, the game is due out for PlayStation 4 and Switch on October 29th in Japan and Spring 2021 worldwide. It's always funny because as big of a persona fan as I am, I just never really got into this series. I've seen them a handful of times and thought maybe it's a good, uh, maybe it's like, I don't know. Is it too dark for me or just not appealing? I'm not sure what the reason is. And, you know, maybe down the road, if I caught this one on sale, it might be something I could, uh, could get into, but At least initially, not really something that's going to be on my radar. Um, If you've been waiting on the Switch version of Yee's Origin, you've got about a month more to go. It will launch on the Nintendo eShop on October 1st, developer.emu announced. Now, this game's been around for a while. It first launched on PC back in December of 2006. Steam got it in 2012. PS4... In 2017, along with Vita. And even Xbox One got it in 2018. You know you're a little far behind if a JRPG gets on Xbox two years before it gets on your system. Yeah, that's got to play some catch-up. So yeah, so Switch owners will finally get this one um, on October the 1st on the eShop. I believe there's going to be a physical... Limited Run Games is doing a physical copy of this one. I'll have to... I'm not a thousand percent sure, but uh, they did have a release date trailer come out for it. So if you want to check that one out, you know where to head to to see it on our YouTube channel. Um, We were talking about TGS just a little bit, and their streaming schedule was put out. And, you know, all the big players are here. I did find it interesting that on opening night, which is going to be September 24th, that's a Thursday, the first thing that comes up is Microsoft Japan. <laughs> and for a country that who has completely ignored Microsoft for what, fifteen years now or, or however long Xbox has been out, it is interesting that they are first. Uh Square Enix will be up next that opening night. That's pretty late, so there's only a couple of things Um, The next day, you're going to get some big names. Um, uh, Sega, Gung Ho, Online Entertainment, Capcom. Um, Yeah, those. The uh, Saturday, we're going to get level five. Psy Games will be there. Don't know. At least they're there. So, are they going to be pubbing up Grand Blue? Just the verses, Or are we going to get something about Relink? Probably not. Uh, Konami, Koitekmo will be there as well. Um, yeah, and that's Bandai Namco finally shows up on Sunday as well as MiHoYo as well. So, yeah, there's also some game awards going on. Um, some other, there's a the Street Fighter League, Pro Tournament, Magic the Gathering. There's a bunch of cool stuff going on as well, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't... I don't really anticipate much this year. I'll be honest with you. Uh, It'd be nice to see some sort of big announcement come out of there, but I don't think we're going to. Like, even with Square Enix, unless they do something that they've not listed, which they didn't say, you know, if we're going to get some sort of announcement, they'll say it, but... We're going to get all the things, you know, Babylon's Fall will be there. They just announced Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend, Dragon Quest X Online. We're going to get something about Dragon Quest XI, the Defendive Edition coming up. Uh, Those Dragon Quest Adventures of Die games, Monsters 2, DQ Rivals 8, you know, Tact, Walk. We talked about these a little bit. Final Fantasy XIV as it shows up every year. (laughs) Uh, the they're going to be pumping Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, Avengers game just came out, so they got to do that as well. I don't see this is not. I don't think this is the time nor the place to to drop um, either Final Fantasy sixteen, Final Fantasy seven remake two, nor Dragon Quest twelve. We are not going to see those three titles at a digital only <laughs> Tokyo Game Show. A, I think all of them... Well, at least... Uh, Dragon Quest Twelve and... Fantasy Sixteen are so far early... There's nothing to even show... Other than maybe a logo. Perhaps... If we were in person... And had a big reveal... You might see a snippet of Remake 2. I just... I think that is... Such a big thing. It demands... A bigger stage. If you know what I mean. And... Just live streaming out to the world is not really something that they're, I don't think that's something they're going to be too interested in trying to pull off. But, we'll, you know, keep it right here. If anything does pop up, the second it does, I'll pop that video on YouTube and share the article. And, of course, talk about it as soon as we can on the podcast. If you are looking for a game to play on your Switch, far away from the eyes of any young children, perhaps even your significant other, you don't have to wait long as Moro Crystal H will launch for the Switch via the eShop on September 17th for $39.99. Publisher East Asia Soft announced. Pre-orders include a 15% discount. PlayAsia is also doing a limited an exclusive physical edition of the game. This one is um Mature, (laughs) to say the least. It uh, This one came out back on uh, Vita, back on 2015, but never saw a release outside of Asia. So this is the first time it's coming to the West to surely uh, (laughs) embarrass some (laughs) players and make you blush a little bit and then kind of like, oh gosh, I don't make sure nobody sees me me playing this one. Uh, If you are looking for a trailer to know exactly what's... In this one, well, I've got it on YouTube for you. Just, uh yeah, it's, it is it is unique, and like I said, it's it's a mature one, to be sure. Uh, last thing I want to chat about is a game I haven't talked a lot about because there's not been a ton of information about it. But it does appear that the Japanese-inspired role-playing game, Edge of Eternity, will finally exit Steam Early Access and launch for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam in spring of 2021. Publisher Deer Villagers and developer Midgar Studio announced. Now, if you've been playing it on Early Access, here's your roadmap. Uh, In November, you get Chapter 6, The God's Herald. Quarter 1, 2021 is Chapter 7, A Message from Beyond. And finally, in spring 2021 is chapter 8 the ascent and release. Uh, GS2 Games will distribute a physical copy of the game for PlayStation 4 and it's available for pre-order at retail such as Best Buy and GameStop for 39.99. Now I've seen this game in pretty early footage and um I kind of had a, a comment when I shared this that that Uh, the particular uh, listener was not impressed by what he saw. And I tended to agree with some of what he was saying, that some things were unimpressive. But like I said, what I saw was, gosh, it could have been like two years ago. This game has been in early access for a reason. It's basically in beta, or even some of it's pre-beta. And I was hopeful, and and I'm still hopeful, that... A lot of these things will change, and the game will look and play a lot better once it finally makes it to a full release. As it looks like a pretty cool take on a JRPG. Um, you live a unique and grand tale of hope and sacrifice. Uh, An epic soundtrack composed by industry legend Yashinoru Masuda. A cast of charismatic characters. Large in life companions. Each with their own set of skills. You'll watch them live and grow throughout the story. As you live it through yourself. Discover their dreams, flaws, hopes, and torments. As you share many a special moment with you. Discover a gorgeous world. And, yeah. It just, it seemed pretty good. Now, I want to see what it looks like now. and As we get closer to release. To see if some of those initial um problems were sorted out and it looks much more like a polished finished game. We'll have to see. I mean this one's been in <laughs> it's been early access for a few years now so they've had plenty of time to to get to that point and we'll wait and see once they get closer to that spring twenty twenty one at least window that could be quite a while still from now but I'll give you more information when that pops up that's going to do it for episode 130 i knew <laughs> i knew it would be a little bit longer last week was pretty short even by our standards but you know anytime you get it, something like Gamescom come out and plus a bunch of other stories that came out after that had some fun things to talk about check back with us next thursday we'll probably keep it on that rotation i can't really see any reason to change that in the immediate future um, unless something crazy happens. So yeah, just look for a new episode every Thursday. I'll go ahead and tell you in one month from now, I'll be on a, uh, I wouldn't say well-deserved, but I will be on vacation. So you may not get anything that week, or I may have something kind of just to hold you guys over while I'm gone. I'll be, it's the, uh, first or second week in September or something like that. Um, or October, rather, yeah, it's uh, the podcast would normally come out on October eighth. So you're not going to get a normal podcast that week. I may do something just to hold you guys over, but uh, we'll we'll wrap it up the week after that. All the stuff that went on that week. Let's go do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've not done it before, don't forget leave us a review of hopefully five stars or higher. I mean, if you're going to limit you how many stars you want to throw out there on whatever podcast platform you listen to this, that'll help us boost up the rankings and get to even more ears than before. My name is James Fisher. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Sunday with a new one. And then next Thursday with a new news podcast, new news. Don't say that too fast here on the JRPG report, but tell them get back out there and level up.